Hey friends, welcome to the Everyday Mulemanship Podcast. Glad to have you here with us today. Uh, this episode is brought to you by Ernest Brenman Saddlery. Ernest does fantastic work. He built me a saddle a year ago and I've been riding it for the past year and it's just great. I really love the saddle. Uh, fits the mules good and craftsmanship is amazing. He does high quality work. So if you're looking for a good saddle, give Ernest a call. His number is 417-589-0209. This episode is also brought to you by Equine Jewel Designs. Jacqueline Holly does really fancy, high quality work. She built my daughters, uh, Ellie and Swayze, she built them a couple of head stalls. And they got fancy designs on them and and all sorts of good stuff that uh, those girls love. So if you're looking for something like that, uh, you can find Jacqueline on Facebook. Uh, just look up Equine Jewel Designs and you'll find her on there. But she does some good work. Anyways, today we got a really fun episode for you. Megan Mensing is our guest today. And she is awesome. Uh, Megan has been hosting a clinic for us out in Gunnison, Colorado for the past five years. And uh, this will be our sixth year going to Gunnison. And, and she does great work. Megan's a mule enthusiast. Um, she is a fantastic mule ambassador for the state of Colorado. So I'm sure you're going to enjoy this podcast. And and a lucky treat also, we had uh, my wife Sky jump on today because her and Megan, well, they're best friends. They might as well be sisters. And so we had Sky on there with us, uh, joining us while we talked to Megan. So anyways, this has been great. Um, if I could ask you a favor, I'd be so grateful to you if you could leave us a five-star review and leave your comments. Uh, leave us a little review. Let us know how you're liking these podcasts. Um, be sure to tell your friends. And don't forget to click the subscribe button so that you never miss an episode. But anyways, we'll get going on this. Enjoy this interview with the amazing Megan Mansing. Here we go. Good morning, Megan. Good morning, Ty. Hello. Yay, Sky. <laughs> I'm here. Got Sky with me this morning and glad to have you on the podcast. Yes, thank you. So, we're just going to talk mules and horses and Megan. <laughs> My favorite topics. <laughs> so, to give everybody a introduction here of of Megan and and I guess she can introduce herself better than I can but Megan's a, a, a mother a wife she's a physical therapist um the best a, friend Sky's best friend <laughs> and a, a meal girl so, that's right anyways anything you want to add to that and tell tell folks about you or tell folks about your family um, I live in Gunnison, Colorado. We have my husband, Seth, and two boys. Shane will be 13 in June, and Noah is actually turning seven today. It's his birthday. Um, I'm a physical therapist, and I started out when I was young with horses. I was horse crazy from the get-go. Didn't have any family members that had horses or anything but just loved horses. If I had friends that had horses, I constantly, I didn't really care what they wanted to do and play. I wanted to hang out with their horse. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So I ended up, 
we had friends that had a big dairy farm in upstate New York and one of the brothers had horses and the kids, we'd all go up and love and play with the horses. And so one day my mom figured out that we would grab one of the horses and boost the kid up or climb on from the fence and lead him out across the cow pasture and let him go. And with a kid on bareback <laughs> and no halter, well, the halter, but you know, no lead, nothing, grabbing mane, we'd go running on this horse back to the fence through a cow pasture full of big rocks. So um, my mom decided that wasn't the best idea. Um, she had a friend that um, was boarding a horse at a local stable. And so I think the very next weekend she had us there and um, Sherry, the owner was talking to us and asking my mom, you know, do you want you know, to do English or Western? And my mom pretty much said safety. She said, I don't care what you do with them, teach them how to be safe around a horse. Yeah. <laughs> So that's how my sister and I ended up taking lessons. I think I was 11 at the time. And my mom's friend, she happened to go away that summer. Um, and so we got to take care of her horse, Luke, big, beautiful Palomino. And it was my mom's way of figuring out, you know, is this just a phase? Because we had to go and groom him and ride and take care of him. And um it wasn't a phase. <laughs> so um, shortly after that, I got my first horse. Um, his name was Duke. He was an appendix. And so I had a lot of fun with him, showing him at local shows. And um, actually started out English, but quickly um, ended up doing a lot of stuff at the barn. Showed hunter jumper and western and halter classes. Um, the barn that I rode at, it was primarily an Appaloosa show barn. So it wasn't too long after that, maybe two years that I ended up um, with Spot, who is a loud leopard Appaloosa. He was a four-year-old when we bought him. And so kind of got into showing Appaloosas at the New York State Fair. And it was a great experience. It was so much fun to get to know other people and um, just have that responsibility. My mom, you know, they were, my mom and dad were great. You know, they paid for the vet, the board, the farrier, but any extra showing I wanted to do, I had to pay for. So mm -hmm. um, I worked in the family business and ended up working, waitressing at a restaurant to make money because I had to pay my entry fees and haul into shows. So I think that was a great start to develop some responsibility and work ethic. Yeah. So, and then Fortunately, I had to sell my horse spot when I went off to college to PT school. Um, so I was without a horse for five years. And when I graduated from college, um, I graduated on a Saturday and took off cross country on a Sunday to move to Colorado. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I think we weren't even supposed to leave until Monday, but we've we're sitting around and the movers have taken our stuff and figured, well, what are we waiting for? And we just took off. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So once I got out here, um, I ended up meeting a friend who had some horses and she ended up giving me this mare. So it was the first time I'd had a mare. So it was interesting. <laughs> it was a different dynamic to get used to. Um, and I had her for a while and then sold her to somebody else. Um, and then 
ended up with one of my patients as he I was in heaven when I pulled up and they had a llama and dogs and horses and so we got to be good friends and I ended up with one of his horses um, because nobody else seemed to get along with him very well he put so many men in the dirt um, <laughs> which horse is this this is ben ben oh, yep. <laughs> yeah um and when actually you know uh, mike um, bought him from a local person and they said oh you know the mayor he bought two of them um, out of a divorce and they said you know the the gelding should load just fine, but the mare might give you a little trouble. So Mike had asked Seth and I to go and help him out. And surprise, surprise, the mare loaded great. And Ben gave us all the trouble. Um, and in <laughs> fact, um, ended up going backwards out of the trailer and broke Seth's finger. <laughs> and oh, wow. this was um, two days before our first anniversary. And he wouldn't get it looked at initially, but the day before our first anniversary, he finally went and had to have his wedding band cut off. Oh, so no. I was <laughs> said, is this a good sign if <laughs> we didn't even make it to a year with a wedding band on your finger? But <laughs> oh, wow. um, is he a fan of Ben then? No, not at all. <laughs> so that's kind of where it leads to how I got into mules. <laughs> um, yeah, just after Seth's broken finger and um you know he just wasn't ever very comfortable around horses and just kind of felt they were too flighty and reactive and he was hiking one day out in the mountains and he came across some um, guys riding mules and so Seth being the inquisitive person he is was chatting him up and learned a lot about mules from these guys and came home and said maybe if you had mules I'd do stuff with them with you <laughs> so that was all the idea i needed it was a light bulb and an aha moment and i started researching mules because i said, well if he's not going to come hang out with a horse with me maybe i can find a mule that he'd get along with there you go yeah so that's what brought me to you and sky i knew if i got a bad mule then my husband would do nothing with equines with me ever, ever again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I just started, you know, over the next year, I was, you know, kind of on Facebook and websites looking at different um, trainers and mule people all across the country and found this Ty Evans guy and his wife's guy. And you guys had Ellie and Swayze was a baby at the time. Um, and I was, trying to figure out how to come to one of your clinics in Utah and how I could talk Seth into going to a mule clinic to go watch and learn more <laughs> about mules. Um, but I couldn't find any clinics you guys were doing in Utah that was close to fly fishing <laughs> to yep. get Seth there. And then I remember exactly where I was when on Facebook, it popped up, you were coming to Gunnison, Colorado. <laughs> What's the chances of that? And I couldn't figure out why on earth you guys were coming to Gunnison, Colorado. <laughs> um, and so it's been amazing. I mean, I didn't know really anybody with mules in Gunnison until after you guys came and um, started learning about all the mule people that are around. And um, 
we actually have a lot of Megans in Gunnison and Crested Butte in the Gunnison Valley. And so sometimes I'm referred to as Mule Megan <laughs> to distinguish Megan. which like which it. Megan they're talking about. Um, <laughs> so yeah, you guys came and I met you 2015, I think. Yeah, I, I remember you asking about that and you said, oh, I don't have a mule to ride. <laughs> and then uh, me and Sky were like, well, you can ride Tina. Mm-hmm. Tina is, for those that don't know, Tina is our my daughter's mule. And uh, Ellie's, it's Ellie's mule. And uh, anyways, so was Tina, was that the first mule you ever rode? Tina was the very first mule I have ever ridden. And it was at your first you're clinic. Lucky, you're lucky. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's a good first mule to ride. Well, and I think... I don't know. What was your first impression of me? I just showed up with my Western show saddle with bling on it. And (laughs) that's what I was going to say was remember trying to help you fit this gorgeous saddle on our mule. (laughs) And it just not, just not like quite looking right for the (laughs) clinic setting, but it was no, but it was a really pretty saddle. And I just remember you say, this is just my show saddle. This is all I've got right now, but (laughs) it was great. It was yeah, so much fun. fun. Um, yeah, and at that time, I mean, it was just a two-day clinic. It was one day in the arena and then one day out in the trail. Yeah. Um, yeah, that... For you and Sky, it was best friends <laughs> the first time. <laughs> it was. It was instant connection. Yeah, it was. Um, My favorite part was Megan invited herself to dinner <laughs> with us that that evening and I was so glad she did because I yeah it was great it was perfect and that was the beginning of finding my best friend <laughs> I just hadn't had enough of you guys yet and <laughs> yeah you bought us a steak yeah that's right you even bought it <laughs> um yeah and that was and Sky I remember you know we just both had you know young kids at the time and so we were up a lot in the middle of the night with kids and we'd text each other back and forth random hours and yep yeah i remember that i'm like who are you talking to <laughs> megan megan who <laughs> megan mensing and Jensen. are you serious <laughs> now you don't even have to ask you just walk in and say hey megan yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. um well and that and that uh that kind of leads us into a, a big role you play now for us you're one of our clinic hosts and you host our annual Gunnison clinic and you've done it for the last, this will be your fifth year and, and this will be our sixth year coming to Gunnison. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, and you, Megan fills our clinic up every year. She's awesome. She's awesome. Well, I have to say it's not hard. Um, it's, and it's so much fun. I mean, I, pretty much just talk to the people that want to come and, you know, get the word out locally. But I mean, we've had people come from Kansas and Utah and how far away we had, you get them, you get them all. Lori and Mark came from, I can't remember where they live. Michigan. Michigan. Yeah. So I think that's Michigan. Yeah. But yeah, you, you pull folks from all over the place. They hear about Megan's clinic and they want to come. There's some people from Texas this year mm-hmm. yeah. all over the place, but there's actually quite a few local people too that you get. Yep. We have a lot of, um, you know, and that's what I love the most about hosting the clinics. Um, we, 
have new people that come and you get to meet new people. And then we have people that have come back year after year for several years. You know, we have Nancy and, you know, she started bringing Kelly, um, you know, Billy and Scott are coming back again. That's what I love. Um, you know, and you make these lifelong connections, you know, across the country with amazing people, with common interest. Um, I would say that's a big difference. You know, although I love showing horses, um, it was very for yourself. You know, everybody was out competing against each other and the mule clinics, the sense of camaraderie is just awesome. Um, you know, I love when I'm having trouble with my mule or I can't figure out what the heck I'm supposed to be doing. You know, it's fun. It's not, everybody's cheering you on and supporting you. Yeah. People are laughing at you, but in a fun way sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I usually just do the most laughing. So. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, it's just great to just get such a great group of people together um, with similar interests. And we just have a great time. And I know, Ty, you, what's your favorite part of, like, the Gunnison Clinic besides food and Power Stop burgers? And... <laughs> the food, for oh, sure, yeah, is Ty's favorite. Power Stop, Power Stop cheeseburgers is my favorite. And then fly fishing yep. stuff. <laughs> My my favorite part, obviously, is uh, you. But besides that, my favorite part of just the clinics is it's fun to see people connect at the mm -hmm. clinic and then later on see, <clears throat> excuse me, seeing them keep in touch and even come back together the next year, you know, where people really are making lasting friendships. And I swear, at every clinic, people say, oh, I didn't think anyone around here had me. Yeah. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Oh. They think there's nobody else and, and they, at the clinics, they find somebody to ride with. Yeah. And that's great. And same in my community. I mean, once I started hosting the clinics, people just came out of the woodwork and, and now you can't drive by a pasture without all of a sudden saying, there's a mule. I mean, my kids do it. Shane and Noah, they can spot a mule out of a pasture of horses now too. So it's, it's really fun. And um, I mean, sometimes I have a list of, people I just keep in my phone that say, oh, you know, text me and remind me. And they just want to come down and see the mules. And, you know, we always have a mm -hmm. couple donkeys and a couple horses in our clinic. And, you know, people just love coming down to the fairgrounds and walking through the pens. And um, we are yeah. so lucky to have the Gunnison County Fairgrounds and the staff there. Um, they love having us. Um, it's actually one of their favorite times of year. Um, one of the women melody she lives nearby and she says that she loves waking up in the morning being out in her with her flowers and she said she, where she lives she's close enough she says she can hear the mules start braying in the morning as somebody starts feeding and um yep. yeah i mean it, i think it's been great for the gunnison community they love coming down yeah you know now i'm thinking about it i think i think my favorite thing about your clinic is the work ethic that is generated megan is is a really hard worker mm -hmm. right i mean megan you work so hard <laughs> you, you got a heck of a work ethic i respect you you're up early every day and she's super mom and, first of all. yeah every day you're you're up way before i am and then you go to bed way because <laughs> i'm talking to sky and, it's her fault uh, <laughs> yeah yep. and you you just work so hard but but that comes out in the clinic too and you know sky could tell you anybody could tell you that the the thing that I guess I dislike most at clinics is when folks don't try and don't work hard. Uh, if they're, if they're working hard and they're struggling 
that's all right. But if they don't work hard, you know, I, work ethic is, is the number one thing I respect when people are at the clinics and trying. And, um, but I've, what I've learned at all the clinics is, is that uh, work ethic kind of brings out a, a more work ethic mm-hmm. in other people. And, and that's what you do <laughs> at this clinic in Gunnison is, man, you, you get folks to work <laughs> somehow. And it, it's awesome. I try to lead by example. I'm not quite sure what I thought last year when I had Nellie, my two-year-old baby in foundation. And then I rode <laughs> Lisa's mule Ruby in mulemanship one. And then I rode my mule Henry in mulemanship two with a half hour break in between. <laughs> yep, nine hours, nine, nine hours of working meals. That's a, but that's, a big day. You know, well, and that's, that's in between everyone asking you a million questions <laughs> and yep. stopping you every time you walk by to go get your meal. Yeah, thankfully. <laughs> Ty's yeah. pretty gracious with me running in late. And, um, but yeah, I'm you. the only one. Um, right. <laughs> yep. you, get, you get a free pass. Everybody yeah. else, I'll give them crap for it. Well, and that's, I mean, <laughs> Ty is punctual. I was, <laughs> I think that's kind of the. One tip is do not be the last in the saddle ready to go. <laughs> you better just be five seconds ahead of the next person or the last person. <laughs> when Ty's, that's yeah. always my goal, too. It's just yep. don't be last yep. because I can say it was somebody else keeping us. Oh, I know. Sky, we've had <laughs> yeah. several races of who can get on the quickest. And... Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not be last. Yeah. So the next thing I kind of mm-hmm. want to talk about uh, was just some some adventures that we've had um you know i i you know as we were kind of discussing on what to maybe talk about for this podcast you know a few stories came up and i want to share those on here about the rock crawling clinic that we do our we every year we do an extreme trail riding clinic out here in utah and megan has been to how many you've been to four of them five of them four or five uh, yeah four. the one year i couldn't ride but one year you couldn't ride but you came out and hung up camp but you you yep. rode in four of them and uh you are a hero <laughs> twice <laughs> so the first tell us about the when you saved brian from falling off his meal tell, tell us that little oh little when i there. saved brian we all decided to get a great group video of us at the top of the sand wash and we did the one two three go come down the slide and Brian was to the right of me and we came down this slide and all of a sudden I see him tipping off to the offside and he was going over and it was just a reaction. I mean, trust me, I didn't think it through. I could have hurt myself as well, but I just reached out, grabbed a hold of his shirt and Henry, you know, kind of pulled him up at the bottom. And as Henry pulled up, it just yanked him back in the saddle. And <laughs> Henry, Henry is my mule. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, a rock solid mule. <laughs> but, He's a great um, boy. Yeah, you you saved him. He would have he would have been <laughs> dust there, and he, he did a couple times. I just didn't want to see him go down one more time. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh man, we gotta keep this guy alive. Well, and it was funny because I was taking a video, so we watched it back so many times, watching <laughs> Megan just save his life. And Henry, yeah, he was did saving his you know, life, yep. stopping is what kind of luckily had a good enough grip, and it pulled him back. <laughs> oh man yeah that was that was fun that was fun there's a lot of them and you know megan also being you know physical therapist but she's got her medical background and stuff you've you've helped others when they're 
got kind of banged up. Remember when Don Davis came oh, off yes. his mule and uh, <laughs> cracked his head open, broke and, his collarbone. Oh, he, he got. Yeah, that was that was a that was a bad wreck. <laughs> that that year, that changed a lot of rules for that. We, well, we and, didn't have a lot of stipulations. And Don was just yeah. a photographer. So <laughs> he wasn't even, we weren't watching him. We weren't like taking care of so much of him. He yep. was kind of just there to take pictures. So yeah, it's kind of funny, but he, he's okay, guys. Don't worry. Yeah, Don's okay. He's doing all right. <laughs> but that meal was a handful that he brought. He's like I said, yeah, he's just a, just a photographer. But, but Megan, you, uh, that was nice to have you there. Because <laughs> yeah. me, I'm like, well, <laughs> rub some dirt on it and get up Meg is like no uh no he's 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 actually really no <laughs> yeah we had to drive a truck to him and get him loaded up and that's you know when I ride you know riding up in the Rocky Mountains um you know my husband has instilled in me don't ride farther than you can hike out and be prepared and so you know I think sometimes People giggle sometimes because often I'll wear like a camelback backpack and I'll have a safety kit in it. And I usually ride with a Delorme. It's like a spot that you can satellite call for help if you need it. And But, you know, it's a good connection if you get dumped off your mule and your mule leaves town and all of your supplies are in your saddlebags. You only have what you have on you. <laughs> so well, that's something I remember about Seth, too. And when he came and rode with us that one time at the rock crawling clinic, he took a turn and came on the ride uh-huh. and we talked about saddlebags and he, cause he was wearing a backpack. And I remember him being like, no way I'm not putting my stuff on this mule. If we get split up, I'm going to have my stuff with me. I don't nope. trust him that much. You know? That's right. <laughs> I thought that was funny. And you've done some crazy stuff on that ride too. You, you, you jumped off some. We oh, have, we have a Megan rock. <laughs> We do have Megan Rock or a Henry Rock. I don't know which one. I think it's a Henry Rock. That's what I've learned with my mule is you better be really sure where you point them because that mule can and he will go, and you better be ready. (laughs) Nope, he's not scared. Yeah, that rock. I I was. I think I must have done a hail mary because I didn't control him to come off the side I wanted to. He went just a little bit to the right (laughs) off the super high side and. Oh boy! Yeah, I remember that year. What what year was that? When um, it was like the second. Or... I can't remember what year it was. John, two thousand seven, sixteen, or something, or seventeen. Anyways, but that year is. Remember Henry slipped. Yeah. When you, uh, <laughs> you were. I can't remember. Were you we were. Up we were on down rock. The we're ground on... was kind of slanted, and we went to go up a slanted rock, and he just didn't get his little back toes quite far enough on there yep it was and it was hard because it was (laughs) the very first day that was the same time as dawn too that that was that was the year you changed all the rules and because yep all the rules (laughs) yeah so henry came down and kind of up and over backwards and luckily i ended up to the side of him and um, but I think it scared more people than anything because I had been to the rock crawling clinic before and they're like, oh, I had so many people say afterwards, like, oh, my gosh, that just scared me so much. Because if you came off, you know, what were we in store for? Yeah, um, that was when we brought Lisa yep. for the first year. And... <laughs> yeah, Lisa. Lisa That's right. Yeah. After that year, I changed it to where 
you had to have been to one of my clinics and mm-hmm. now it's even further to where you have to attend the clinic within the past within 24 months so within two years of of the trail clinic and it's getting yeah it's getting stiffer um, i might <laughs> i might even make it so folks have to ride in all uh, foundation mealmanship one and mealmanship two before they can come on that just because it's and I would even say within the past year, because sure. a lot can change in two years. It is, it's, yeah. you know, but that's what I love about the rock crawling clinic is when you leave, you have such a sense of accomplishment with you and your mule, because it's not just in an arena working on, you know, crossing over the front end. It's, oh my gosh, we just jumped on this little thing and you have no choice but to have them cross over their front end so you don't go off a giant cliff. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, and yeah. I guess that's what I loved about the Rock Crawling Clinic because it really gave me confidence in what Henry and I can do together. And I feel a lot safer, you know, riding in the Rocky Mountains. If, you know, I come up against a challenge or if yeah. something happened and someone was hurt and I had to take a shortcut back and not follow the trail, I have the utmost confidence in that mule and what he can do and what we can go up and down and over. He's so willing. Oh yeah. Well, Ugh, where'd you get I him got him. <laughs> I got him from this kind of cool guy Ty and his wife Sky. Um, <laughs> yeah, Henry. <laughs> um, you know when they came to the clinic, you know I kind of told them what I was looking for, a John Mule, and you know kind of. I think I said like eight to 12 range, something like that. Um, Cause I just, and just a good solid meal. I didn't care what color except for white. I think adults, <laughs> no offense to people who love white mules, yep. but um, yeah. And you guys had picked up some mules from Tennessee and sent me some videos and kind of kept me up to date with how he was doing and what you thought. And I think you guys, even a kid was riding him at the sale, right? So you were thinking about Shane. So um, yep. if he could handle them. And so I drove eight hours because you were down in St. George riding. So I drove Colorado to St. George and we went on a ride all day and I got to ride Henry. And I remember we got in the sand wash and I said, Sky, can I load them? <laughs> <laughs> and oh my gosh, I don't think my smile could have been any bigger. That mule has just the most collected comfortable rocking horse lope and I think that's when I said sold (laughs) um but let me talk Mm -hmm. to my mom and see if she'll help me out real quick and float me alone (laughs) um but man that that mule has been worth every single penny um we have packed out elk on him um you know the kids have ridden him double I mean that's what I love about him he can adjust I mean he's either so quiet and safe for the boys or he'll step up to the level of the rock crawling clinics. And the best part was we surprised Shane with him. I think a lot of people have seen that video. Yep. <laughs> Tell us about that. Oh, that, was, that was really special. That was one it of was favorite amazing. things. So, yep. you know, we had decided we were going to buy them and, um, but we decided it would be really fun to do a Christmas surprise. And I remember I went so far as to get, um, a hosser on Ben and everything to so we hauled Ben out to Utah and I told Shane we were just going to ride but Ty and Sky didn't have enough animals for us to ride so I was going to bring Ben 
and we surprised Shane. He came out of the house and we had Henry there with a Santa hat on and yelled Merry Christmas. And oh my gosh, that kid was in tears. He was so happy. Um, that was really and cool. Henry's been great. Um, Shane, <sighs> I hate to say it, but he's too great. Shane has pretty much stolen him from me at this point. Um, <laughs> we were out at the ranch <laughs> last week and mm-hmm. Shane doesn't even need help anymore. He just goes and catches Henry and does his groundwork and saddles him up and does a little bit of more, more groundwork and hops on. And he's really been working hard with him and he's come a long way where, and he's, he's been doing a lot of the clinics with us. You know, he did his first ride on Franny or donkey in Arizona, Arizona mule days with Ty. He helped him through that. Yeah. Shane's a, Shane's a hard worker. I really like Shane. Um, I hope someday he'll, when Sky will get sick of me, she'll stay home. No, and... I, I still want him to come even if I'm going <laughs> to the clinic. And I still want well, Shane someday to when I go out and travel by myself, I'll, hopefully Shane will come with me and be my be my helper uh, when he's when he's old enough. He's good. He's a good hand. And he needs to come spend the summer with us. Yeah, he does. He does. <laughs> I was going to say, what about me? <laughs> and so does Megan. <laughs> <laughs> Megan's like, what about me? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, he. Uh, yeah, he's a. He's a go-getter, and uh, I liked how the other day uh, Sky told me that you hadn't told Shane about the the weekly challenges oh, no. in the, <laughs> yeah. the newsletter and stuff. Four <laughs> I was in such big trouble for that one. He, um, I had been following along with the weekly challenges, and um, but you know it started in January and in Gunnison, you know it's kind of limited i mean sometimes we're feeding in the evening and it's 18 below 20 below um so yeah i have i had just recruited a friend forwarded her like 14 the first 14 weeks of challenges and she signed up and shane was like what challenges so so that poor kid is trying to catch up on 14 weeks of challenges and he's you know gotten on the podcast and yeah he's He's pretty passionate about mules as well, which I, I am so incredibly thankful. Um, I have a lot of friends who their kids, you know, don't want to ride with them, don't have any interest in it. And I love that Shane and I do a lot together, even if it's just going up and feeding the mules together at night. It gives us a lot of time to kind of hang out and catch up. And Yep. And for those that don't know that for those of you that are listening that don't know every week uh, for this year of 2020, we we've been sending out a a free video every Sunday um, and just following the checklist and uh, giving you guys stuff to work on. So that's what Megan's talking about with these weekly challenges and the emails and glad I'm glad Shane has finally (laughs) subscribed. I saw his name pop up on the on the subscription thing, he's uh, he's there, so he's like, oh, he gives only. No, now. thank need, goodness. Doesn't need mom. <laughs> he's not gonna rely on you anymore. No, no, he's pretty good, you know. And even last summer, he was working at the well, ranch, and he said, "I was coming to pick him up." He worked there kind of part time in the summer, and yeah, I was coming to get him. Told him I'd be there in like thirty minutes, and he said, "Can I just do some groundwork with Henry while I'm waiting?" And I said, "Sure." Well, I pull up, and that kid's riding around bareback with a halter and a lead, and. So that's when I finally did get him a phone mm-hmm. last year because I said, yeah, you kind of need to be safe out here. But we had a conversation about 
can you wait till somebody's around before you ride? And as good as Henry is, you just never know. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's a good kid. He's going to be really good hand. He already is a good hand, but he's getting better every every day. Well, and Ty, I don't know if you saw her post about Noah getting Nellie her, what was she, yeah, two years old, May. up to the fence, doing fence work. Did you Sweet. see that? No, you didn't show me <laughs> that. I got to see that. Noah Seven today. Is, how old is Noah? Seven, Seven today. Today is his birthday. Oh, yeah. it's his birthday today. Wow. Yeah, last week we were out. Um, okay. Shane was riding Henry, and I was just doing some groundwork with Nellie, and Noah was riding his little donkey around bareback um just to halter and lead and he was having a little bit of trouble with her and so i said here let's switch and i'll help you with Brady real quick and doesn't every responsible mom hand a not quite three-year-old mule baby over to their just about seven-year-old <laughs> and so i just worked with Brady for a few minutes and i look up and um she was facing him at the fence and just kind of had that moment of hey noah slide down a little bit and swing the end of your lead rope at her butt. And by golly, that kid did. And as soon as he started swinging the rope, she just rolled her hinds and did a beautiful side up to the fence. And I was almost in tears of joy. Um, right. It's like, you know, <laughs> she'll do it for me, I know. But to do it for a seven-year-old standing on a fence. And then he continued on. What else can I do? And so he hopped off and grabbed the flag. And she just stood there. She just loved the attention. He had a flag yeah. working with her and swinging the rope over her head. And so, yeah, um, we all follow Ty Evans methods, you know, from, um, <laughs> and yeah, I don't know what happened, Ty, but oh, when good. I met you, I had one horse. Now I have, <laughs> I do. I you got a whole herd of them. Five. Yeah. I have? So five? I still have Ben. He's like 26 now. And then I have, Sugar, who's Nellie's mom. I and then we have Henry and we have Brandy, who we adopted from Cheer Rescue from Billy and Scott. And Billy and Scott have mules and come to clinics too. Um, yeah, that's you yeah. know, I always wanted to start my own baby, that's kind of been a lifelong dream. But my vision of it was, oh, I'd get a weanling and start it from there, but. Um, we kind of followed Ty and Sky around as much as we can and at the American Mule Trainer Challenge when you won and got Riata. Um, and my friend Mike, he had sugar, and he and Seth actually were the ones that were like, why don't you breed sugar for a mule baby? And since you had just gotten Riata and had the connection with Olin and seeing all the different Olin colts. So yeah, it's been a long process of, you know, coordinating the breeding and getting her bred and a year of pregnancy and then Nellie will be three next month yeah we're uh we're gonna start in her, June start, I think you're that's the her plan so yeah be awesome yeah. so I uh I wanted to mention you know like it's it's awesome, you know, how your kids are so involved and obviously I'm a big, you know, advocate for that because, you know, my kids are with us and involved in the meals, but, you know, you've heard me say it in the clinics so many times and it's what I promote, but I'm always trying to get these meals safe enough so that anybody mm -hmm. can handle them, but especially a child, you know, and so that's got to feel good when little Noah does a little fence work with, with Nellie and, and down there doing groundwork, that's 
that's the that's the whole mm-hmm. that's what it's all about. That's know? the goal. That's the goal. There's so many meals that it's like yeah, yeah I wouldn't <laughs> sure. like near it. <laughs> a lot of kid meals. A lot of kid meals In I wouldn't love near it. Yeah. Kid meals. <laughs> yep. So that's that's pretty cool. Um well, um I also mm-hmm. wanted to talk about Seth a little bit and put my own little my own little story into your story because I, I do that, I guess. <laughs> um, but this is Ty's favorite you story. and Megan, uh, or you and Seth yes. got me into fly fishing. And that has been a huge blessing in my life because people ask, ask me all the time before fly fishing. They say, well, well what do you do for fun? <laughs> I ride mules. No, but like, no, mules. But like what's your hobby? <laughs> um, I ride mules. <laughs> Like, How'd you meet your wife? Meals. Meals. Yep. Like meals is just my entire life. But we were uh oh I can't remember how many years ago it was now, two or three years ago. Uh, maybe maybe a little bit more. I don't know. But anyways, you I remember coming out to to the clinic and and uh you uh-huh. and Seth giving me a fly rod. And Seth's like, We're gonna teach you how to fish tie and took me out and uh I remember catching my first little, there's a little fingerling, just a little, you know, just a little, <laughs> but I was so stoked. And, uh, and, uh, so yeah, old Seth taught, taught me how to fish and, and, uh, oh, now it's, now it's a regular thing when I come to, come to Gunnison, go fishing with Seth. And, uh, that's been just really fun. And, and, and now when I go on pack trips and things, it's, it's, uh, I kind of planned it around fishing, you know, it's like, I'm going to go, I'm going to go here so I can fish. And, and so that's kind of changed up a, a big dynamic for me and, and my, uh, yeah, that's my, that's my we hobby. Love now. That. That's my well, thing and we kind of do the same, you know, if you're doing a clinic and there's any fly fishing around, you know, like coming down to Trace Piedras when we've come down and Sky and I get to hang out with the kids and the mules and yep. you and Seth take off and go fly fishing together. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of fun. A lot of fun. So. Yeah. I thought you were going to tell your Seth fishing story. Oh, my Seth fishing story. <laughs> That's where I thought this was leading. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> say, I, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. It's um, a good one. So, okay. So, I remember Seth rode in in that mm-hmm. clinic down in Tres Piedras with us. Tres Piedras, New Mexico. He came down. Remember, he's like, I'm going to go to clinic. It was literally the night before. Come on down. I had to scramble and pack my trailer and load them up. And here I send them off (laughs) to go meet up with you. And I'm. Yep. And it was just last minute. (laughs) I'm like, you bet. Seth wants to come. We'll get you in. And and so he came down to Chess Piedras, New Mexico to ride in the clinic for the weekend. And um, I remember we did the clinic. And uh, I, I can't remember if it was Friday night or Saturday night, but. Uh, the second or third day of the clinic, you know, where it's about done. And we decided we're going to go fishing. And so me and Seth jump in the truck and we're driving. And I can tell that Seth's mind is, <laughs> you know how he is. His, his mind is, it gets going. You know what I mean? You're like, he's thinking about something over there. Pretty serious. And uh, he finally just, you know, he, he has to just say, he's like, why do I need all this crap? <laughs> like, he's like, do I really need to know where their feet are? Do I need to be able to do this? And do I need to be able to do that? And we're just kind of talking about the exercises. And he's like, yeah, I just, I just want to, I just want to trail ride, Ty. Do I really need all that stuff? And I'm like, 
well, yeah, you know, these little things matter. But anyways, I could tell that his mind was kind of busy, so I didn't say a whole lot. And I didn't really know how to say it just to Seth, you know. And anyways, so we, I just kind of let it be. And um, then we get out fishing. And, you know, he's teaching me how to fish. And he's saying, oh, yeah, look, this is where the fish will feed. And you got to watch. You got to watch this. And then he's and he's grabbing the bugs out of the air. And he's like, this is whatever. And, and he's telling me all these <laughs> things. And I'm like, I have no clue, no clue what he's talking about. You know, and I have no idea. And all of a sudden, it, it dawns on me to ask this question. I'm like, Seth, I just want to fish. Do I really need to know all this crap? <laughs> and and he looked at me and he's like, well, do you want to mm-hmm. fish all day or do you want to catch fish all day? You know, do you want to fish or do you want to catch fish? And uh, and I don't know if, if the light bulb went off for Seth or not. Uh, I never have asked him since. But it's kind of it's kind of like, he's like, it looked as if he, he understood yeah. the the analogy you know like oh the little things do matter and it's like well do you want to you know and i always talk in the clinics there's a big difference in Mm -hmm. horseback riding and horsemanship anybody can ride horses and that's proven i mean we help people that you know are, are paralyzed or missing limbs or veterans or children ride anybody anybody can ride but horsemanship is the is another level, and uh, yeah, I don't know if that song came with Seth that that day, but I really like that story. <laughs> it's one of my favorites, you know, just how, you know. Oh yeah, because he, he was so serious <laughs> about the fish. <laughs> so that was pretty fun. But I sure, I'm sure I'm grateful you guys give me that well, fly rod for a gift, and and that's been a lot of fun. Now I fish all over. I've fished from. I know Seth's so pretty jealous of coast you fly to coast fishing now. now. <laughs> With the opportunities to go all the places you go. <laughs> well, well, again, I, yeah, again, I fished <laughs> from coast to coast. I have not. Well, you'll have to take them with you. We can teach you the small steps, you know. And I do have to say, I have yeah. so many amazing pictures of you. Some that I've taken, some that you know other people have taken of you. But hands down, my favorite picture that I have of you is you standing in my backyard with your jeans rolled up, wearing my blue taco sandals, <laughs> holding your. <laughs> Yep. You showed up in have, boots yeah, and jeans, boots. and you guys yep. were about to get into our cataract to yep. do a little float trip down the gunny, and I just shook my head and said, oh, no, Ty. <laughs> Lucky I have like, you can't, you can't big feet, so I've got a so great picture of Ty with <laughs> jeans rolled up wearing sandals. <laughs> oh, my legs and my feet are glowing white. So mm-hmm. I have my cowboy hat on and my fly rod. I Good was ready times. To go. <laughs> yeah we've had a lot of fun good times so well megan i know you're gonna have to get on to work and and get to your children and everything uh-huh. but i wanted to ask one more thing I've, I've been doing this with all my my interviews but is there any advice or any tips or any any last words you'd like to add about mealmanship and and this particularly you know the, the style of mealmanship we teach and is there any any advice you'd give folks who are getting into meals or that or maybe already have you know, meals? Anything you want to say? This uh, is what I lines? thought long and hard about, you know. Um, part of me wanted to say, do your research, you know. Like, know who you're getting in with, you know, what kind of meal you're getting. I think that's all very important. Um, 
you know, have a mentor. I mean, I am so incredibly lucky to have you guys, you know, to check in with. But overall, I think the biggest tip I have is have fun with it. Um, You know, you're going to have good days, you're going to have bad days, you know, but try to make them all fun, learn from it and just keep moving forward. Yep. Yeah. Having fun. That's the, that's important. That's Mm -hmm. what this is all about is, is fun. You know, very few of us, except a few of my friends (laughs) that are Amish, very few of us ride, you know, because, you know, we have to, um, and, uh, you know, so it, yeah, it's supposed well, to be and fun. I think the it's more time and effort time. you put so into your mule, the better they get and the more fun you have. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Sky, for joining us. Fun. We were going to have and... words if you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I know. This is the only way Ty could get me on the podcast. Would be Megan on. I think we should do one with Sky. Well, but she's, well now we can because I, I was her warm up. Maybe, maybe now <laughs> now it's it. not so scary. So now she can do one by herself. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Well, thank you so much, Megan. Um, very grateful for you. Everything you do from being on this podcast to hosting the clinics for us to being an ambassador for Mules in Colorado and just everything you you're awesome your family's great tell seth and and the boys hello and and we miss you we miss you well for sure thank you guys for everything you you do for mules and mule owners across the country and in other countries we all appreciate it absolutely see you later bye okay